He is the Commissioner on Cancer at the American College of Surgeons. Happy to talk to him today, Dr. Timothy Mullet on Lung Cancer Awareness. Hello, Dr. Mullet. How are you? I'm doing very well. Good morning, Mom. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. I have a grandson who vapes, and I keep telling him it's not safer than cigarettes, but that nicotine, it gets to him, and he's just he just won't listen. It's driving me crazy. What do I do? Can you hear me, sir? I can hear you now. Okay. I don't know what's going on. I've had serious problems getting through on this line. Um, my grandson vapes. He thinks it's safer than cigarettes. So how do I convince him that it's not? Well, that's an interesting question, and it's uh, it's important for us to understand that uh, uh, there are a lot of things that we don't know about vaping. Uh, but one thing we do know is that many people that use the e-cigs or vaping uh, today are much more likely to wind up uh, using tobacco and conventional cigarettes later on. And so I think one of the risks is that there's a higher chance that uh, that your grandson may wind up using cigarettes uh, because of that. But there's also many elements within the vaping that we don't know about um, in terms of uh, they're not regulated. We don't have a good understanding of what's in, what's in them. Um, and unfortunately, more commonly, they're being laced with other elements that, uh, that the user may not know about. And so yeah. maybe it's uh, elements of marijuana or other drugs that might be included in that. So I just think that it's a, it's a behavior that uh, often is uh, uh, associated with uh, uh, some lung disease. But uh, in, in our world, when we're here talking about tobacco treatment and risk of cancer and risk of lung cancer and trying to prevent this, uh, anything we can do to get, especially our younger people, away from use of cigarettes is going to be a good thing. Yeah, I keep telling him nothing goes in your lungs but air, but, you know, I'm old, so he doesn't listen to me. But today, is today Lung Cancer Screening Day? Well, uh, National Lung Cancer Screening Day is coming up on November 11th. It's a Saturday, and it's a uh, an opportunity for us to be able to increase uh, awareness uh, and knowledge about the importance of lung cancer screening. How do, lung how cancer do they screening screen is a low radiation dose okay. CT scan uh, that can be obtained every year uh, in patients that are at high risk for lung cancer. Um, when we find lung cancer early, it can be cured. We can do we can do that with uh, surgical treatment that's uh, uh, that's effective and. Uh, uh, lung cancer screening has been shown to be able to save lives. And so I think if you're a person who uses tobacco uh, or has in the past uh, and you're 50 years or older, then you should talk to your doctor about whether lung cancer screening is right for you. So does it matter if you only smoked a little when you were a kid or if you smoke now? What's the cutoff? When do you? When should you not be worried about it anymore? Right. There are some specific guidelines that we have to use for uh, patients to be eligible to undergo a lung cancer screening test uh, that would be covered by your insurance. Um, and those guidelines usually have to do with people that have um, uh, smoking uh, typically as an adult for several years. And so, uh, you know, there are, again, there are some specific guidelines, but... Uh, most people who are 50 years of age who have a tobacco history are going to qualify for that. Okay. All right. And do you not find it astounding 
that some people will have a lung removed that is cancerous and then continue to smoke? Does that not make you crazy? Well, I, I am a surgeon, and I, I do operate on patients with lung cancer, and many of our patients have uh, tobacco history, and unfortunately, many of our patients continue to smoke. I think that that's, um, it, it's, it is frustrating, but at the same time, it's just an indication of how powerful uh, the addiction of tobacco is, mm-hmm. and that even though we talk about the risks and benefits of uh, uh, both smoking and quitting, um, patients still find it very difficult. The good news is that uh, we have new techniques uh, to be able to effectively talk to patients about the importance of tobacco uh, cessation and uh, tobacco treatment. Um, and we also have uh, specialists in tobacco treatment, just like we have specialists in surgery or radiation or chemotherapy, uh, there, are pa- there are people who have been trained to help people quit smoking, and they're more effective at it. And so I will uh, refer patients to those experts uh, when they come into my office and uh, have a history of smoking, and I have a way of talking with them that uh, is hopefully effective at getting them to participate in uh, tobacco treatment. Yeah, it's, it's the hard, one of the hardest things to quit. I know people, you could cut off all their fingers, they'd find a way to smoke with their feet. I mean, they're so addicted to it. Nicotine gums and patches and stuff have not worked. So anything people can find is is a good thing to try. So where do they go for that? Oh, well, Fawn, you're, you're, you're right that, uh, that, that it is hard. Uh, but, you know, I think that there are effective ways to use gum and patches and other medications to be able to help people quit. And they can be most effective when they are uh, delivered with, uh, with the help of counseling and the help of, uh, of a specialist who knows how to deliver these treatments. Um, the American College of Surgeons and the Commission on Cancer has been leading the way over the last couple of years to try to increase uh, the effectiveness of talking to patients who have cancer uh, about the importance of quitting smoking even during a time of a diagnosis of cancer because we can decrease your chance of having complications during treatment. We can increase your chance of surviving treatment, and we can decrease your chance of having a new cancer come up in the future. Uh, More information can be found at our website, uh, facs.org slash lung cancer. And uh, and there you can find information uh, about our uh, studies and trying to help people uh, assess uh, for tobacco during the cancer diagnosis and some resources to help people quit. Well, hopefully everyone quits because nothing smells worse than people who've been around cigarettes. I find it the most repulsive smell on the planet. I'd rather have somebody have a filthy body than smell like cigarettes. It's disgusting to me. I wish everyone would quit, but it is a legal item. Therefore, um, people might need some help stopping, and hopefully everyone does. Dr. Timothy Mullet, uh, Commissioner on Cancer at the American College of Surgeons. I've got one minute. Any last statements? Uh, Well, thank you for the opportunity to talk about this. Uh, Lung cancer screening is something that is is not being used across the country at the rate that we want it to, so that's why we're really trying to tie into this Lung Screening Awareness Day uh, and try and get more uh, information out to patients, uh, to people who may benefit from smoking and cessation and from lung cancer screening, 
uh, and talking to doctors about uh, the importance of incorporating this into their conversations with patients. Yes, that's that's wonderful. And if I might just add, as we say goodbye to Dr. Mullet, if you have someone who finds smoking as repulsive as I do, please be respectful enough to not smoke in our presence. Go off in a corner if you must, if you can't quit, but try not to subject us to it because gross. It's disgusting. Dr. Timothy Mullet, Commissioner on Cancer, American College of Surgeons. Thank you for your time today, sir. I hope everyone quits. Thank you very much. Uh-huh. Appreciate the opportunity. You're very Have welcome. A good day. You too. Bye bye.